Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Jeremiah 35. We're going to learn about the obedience of the Rechabites in contrast with the disobedience of the people of Judah, the people of Israel toward God. People who are listeners to this, who are familiar with the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, will recognize the name Recab. We've had a speaker there for the last couple of years named Recab Gray, and this is who he is named after, a unique name and not very well-known name in Scripture, but you get a little bit of background into who this guy was. And uh, before we get into chapter 35, I should just mention that this is not in chronological sequence with chapter 34. It actually takes place before the events of chapter 34. And it's just a reminder to us when we're reading through scripture, we can't just assume that everything is laid out chronologically. This happened after this happened after this, just because that's the order that it's listed in scripture. So we got to pay attention to what's going on there. Sometimes that doesn't matter a whole lot. Sometimes it's more important, but thought we'd point that out here. We're going to be in 35, 1 and following. We're going to skip some passages and stop and cover a few points. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah. Go to the house of the Rechabites and speak with them and bring them to the house of the Lord into one of the chambers, then offer them wine to drink. So this is just a hospitable thing to do. Invite them into the house of the Lord, offer them some wine to drink. And so skips down a little bit and Verse 5 says, Then I set before the Rechabites pitchers full of wine and cups, and I said to them, Drink wine. But they answered, We will drink no wine, for Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, commanded us, You shall not drink wine, neither you nor your sons forever. You shall not build a house, you shall not sow seed, you shall not plant or have a vineyard, but you shall live in tents all your days, that you may live many days in the land where you sojourn. So this is a voluntary vow that this family has taken. Some people take a text like this to suggest that people aren't supposed to drink wine. No, this is something that was specifically related to this family and uh, an agreement that they made, and it was supposed to be kept for all the generations following them. And so they're going to be sojourners. They're going to live on the go. They're going to live in tents. They're going to move around, kind of a nomadic family. Verse 8, we have obeyed the voice of Jonadab and the son of Rechab, our father, in all that he commanded us to drink no wine all our days, ourselves, our wives, our sons, and our daughters, and not to build houses to dwell in. We have no vineyard or field or seed, but we have lived in tents and have obeyed and done all that Jonadab, our father, commanded us. So they've been very faithful to this family vow, this family commitment. Verse 12, then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, go and say to the people of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, will you not receive instruction and listen to my words, declares the Lord? The command that Jonadab, son of Rechab, gave to his sons to drink no wine has been kept, and they drink none to this day, for they have obeyed their father's command. I have spoken to you persistently, but you have not listened to me. I have sent you all my servants, the prophets, sending them persistently, saying, Turn now every one of you from his evil way and amend your deeds, and do not go after other gods to serve them. 
and then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to you and your fathers. But you did not incline your ear or listen to me. The sons of Jonadab and the son of Rechab have kept the command that their father gave them, but this people has not obeyed me. This is a theme that we've heard over and over. The people of Israel, the people of Judah do not obey God. And God is saying, listen, these Rechabites, these Rechabites have faithfully, with great sacrifice, obeyed their father, Jonadab, who's the son of Rechab. They've committed themselves to this family vow, which is not a thing that came from God. It's not something that's etched in stone like the Ten Commandments or biblical canon, but they've been faithful to obey this, yet you, people of Israel, people of Judah, refuse to be faithful to me, the creator of the universe. Like, what's going on here? Verse 17, therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I am bringing upon Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, all the disaster that I have pronounced against them because I have spoken to them and they have not listened. I have called to them and they have not answered. Obedience obviously is a big, big deal to the Lord. And it's not just a big deal in the Old Testament, it's easy for us to look back and go, well, that was the time of the law, and that's before the time of grace. And so the obedience that God demanded from his people back then, we're kind of not accountable to that today because we're in the new covenant and Jesus came and lived and died. And through faith in him, we have his righteousness and we're forgiven. And so obedience just isn't that big of a deal. Now, Let's be clear, it's true that we are only saved by grace through faith in Christ. We are not saved by our works. We're not saved by anything that we do. No level of obedience is enough obedience to fully satisfy God's righteous, perfect requirements and standards. The only way we can that we can meet those righteous requirements and standards is to put faith in Christ and as a result, receive the righteousness and perfection that Christ lives. So we cannot be saved by works. However, obedience is still very important, even in the new covenant. Here's what John writes in chapter 14, verse 21. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them or obeys them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. That's a great verse about the importance of obedience. John 14, 21 should commit that to memory. Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love him and show myself to him. That's a different translation than what I just read. But obedience was a big deal in Jeremiah's time. In fact, God used the obedience of the Rechabites to a family tradition to show how ridiculous it was that the people of Judah and Israel were not obedient to God. And obedience today in the new covenant, even though we're saved by grace through faith in Christ, is important. And it's a sign that we love the Lord and his response to our obedience will be for him to manifest himself to us, as the scripture says. Lord, help us take obedience seriously. Help us to find joy in following and keeping your commands and aligning ourselves with your design for our lives, for our marriages, for our careers, for our families, and for everything that you call us to do. Amen. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.